All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Three thirty-five, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is a Thursday afternoon. We've got a lot of stuff that we have to uh, deal with as we head through the afternoon. Our good friend Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears is dropping by at five oh five. Obviously, these uh, midterm elections are coming up like nobody's business. Uh, we saw some stuff on Tuesday. I know. Uh, so many members of the legacy news media say, hey, look at this little district in New York. My God, that's what this is all about. And you had this guy who was, frankly, a Democrat running against another guy who was a Democrat. Believe me when I tell you, a Democrat runs against a Democrat. The Democrat wins. I don't care if he is uh, carrying something that says Republican. I mean, it was not a huge uh, upset. I remind you that the, the guy who won last time was now the lieutenant governor of New York, actually carried... Uh, that seat by 11 points. But the big story, I thought, was down in Florida, where Ron DeSantis, the governor, had financed and supported a lot of people running for school boards. I know that's not sexy, but when you're able to to flip from liberal to conservative districts like uh, Duval County, which is Jacksonville, and Miami-Dade County, and a whole slew of others, man, that's big news. And, of course, you did not hear about it. Uh, Dick Morris has uh, been around the political game forever and ever and ever. I don't want him to think I think he's old. He's not. He's seasoned. He's intelligent. I'm happy to say that he's here. Dick, thank you for being here. I'm old, too. I'm 75. (laughs) Well, all right. Uh, You're you're well seasoned. I know next next to our president. That's like a kid, but you got it. (laughs) Yeah, I think those DeSantis victories were very important because... The the left is fixated on the abortion issue for college-educated suburban women. Right. But I believe that will pale in comparison to the parental rights issue. And uh, I think the uh, that those voters will be more responsive to having to, to wanting to control and have input on their child's education than they are on abortion. Uh, I think it's more appropriate to their age and situation, and I think that they also know that if you live in a blue state, there'll be no change in the abortion law. Um, Bear in mind in that race you talked about in New York Mm -hmm. that it was a 50-50 district before, and we lost it by two points. So uh, what? It's in a very blue state. Uh, But I I do believe that it's very important that we understand the Democratic game plan. And that's why I wrote the book, The Return. The Democrats have abandoned the electoral system as a means of stopping Donald Trump. They've basically given up on that. Mm -hmm. They saw their their hope months ago was that various other people like DeSantis and Nikki Haley and others, Mike Pence, would get into a primary against Trump. And that split would help them and uh, would drain Trump's resources. But now they see that none of that will happen because Trump demonstrated his ascendancy in the Republican primaries by winning just about all of them. Right. 
That's and right. I think that that and therefore they figured out that they cannot deny him the nomination. Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee in 2024. Mm-hmm. So what they're trying to do now is to keep him off the general election ballot. And the way they're doing that is to try to use a clause in the 14th Amendment that says if you are involved in an insurrection against the government, you can't hold public office. And they are ludicrously and ridiculously claiming that the January 6th riot was, in fact, an insurrection, the only unarmed insurrection in world history. And and they're trying to say that Trump was involved in insurrection. That clause was originally put into the 14th Amendment to keep Confederate officials and generals out of the Congress Mm -hmm. and to put Trump in that category is ludicrous. But they didn't have enough evidence to do that. So they had the January 6th committee that they hoped would unearth evidence, but it didn't. There was nothing there. So what they're now doing is they raided, they went to Mar-a-Lago. They couldn't get a search warrant for January 6th data because there's no probable cause. So they seized on the excuse of these stupid archives that nobody cares about. In 20 years, some historian will knock himself out reading them. And as sim- and they claimed that there were some vital nuclear secrets there. Well, how come they took a year and a half to get them? Right. <laughs> and, right. and since the raid, they've taken four weeks to, to get them. Yeah. And uh, it's all that's nonsense. It was a pretext so they could get in the door and that they could search for incom- in- incriminating materials about January 6th or perhaps to plant them because yeah. there were no cameras allowed. And uh, this is the Democratic strategy. I think that it is very likely that they will find a grand jury in New York City composed only of Democrats uh, that will indict Donald Trump for sedition. And they'll try to use that to keep him off the presidential ballot. I think the indictment will be tossed on appeal, but they won't stop at anything. And I think we got to be prepared for that. So and it, let me just say that that's half the story. The other yeah, half yeah. is the expansion of the IRS, yep. because it's it's again a pretext to say that they want to raise revenue. Mm-hmm. I say in my book that the revenue is in the top one percent, and they've got their money buried so deep nobody's going to find it. What is going to happen is ninety-five percent of the audits are people making less than twenty-five thousand a year. And they're not looking for tax shelters there. They're looking for unreported income, tips and cash income. So they're going to send these agents to every bodega, mom-and-pop store, every waiter and waitress who lives off tips, every Uber driver, taxi driver, and sit down and say, we think you're not reporting your full income. And they'll say, and and they may say, uh, and that meal you deducted that you had at a restaurant a couple of months ago, that you say was a business expense, we called the restaurant you ate, you ate alone. So you've committed three felonies, uh, tax evasion. And we could indict you, but we won't because we think you're a decent guy. But don't provoke us. Take that Trump sign down on your lawn. And what's mm. that bumper sticker doing on your car? I mean, that's a provocation. Yeah. And for God's sakes, do not tell, do not let anyone know you were at a Trump rally. That drives my boss ballistic. And when he goes crazy, there's no telling what he's going to do. Be careful. That's the only message you watch your step, Bob. And um, that's how they work in Eastern Europe, and it's how they're working here. And that's the purpose of the IRS expansion. And we all have to be prepared for these tactics. 
And that's why I wrote this book. Hey, Dick, let me ask you to uh, turn your attention for a second. We're talking about the power of Donald Trump, really. I mean, that's really what we're talking about. The Democrats are desperate. They will do anything to uh, to keep them off that ballot. Uh, take a look at Pennsylvania. You know, the, the legacy news media folks keep telling us, oh, my gosh, it's it's a walk away for the Democrats, and uh, Donald Trump is coming to, uh, to do a rally. That's just going to anger people more. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the same polls, and to me, unless I'm reading them wrong, which is possible, but, boy, it sure seems like it's pretty much a dead heat up there. Yeah, and those polls are all biased. They're all from firms that predicted we'd lose Pennsylvania by 10 points. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the fact is that Oz is running against a corpse. Yeah. And, and, the, and, and a corpse with a terrible record on crime. He wants to legalize heroin. He wants to set up uh, places, dens, where addicts can shoot up in peace and uh, he wants to eliminate cash bail and all kinds of stuff and he has no chance of winning that race Oz is going to beat him Oz just went to a divisive primary where they would attack the hell out of him and naturally he lost a few points and he's regaining them he's only I think four behind or five behind now in what I think is a biased poll Um, for Governor Mastriano who is Trump's acolyte, Trump's loyal supporter, mm-hmm. who won the election despite spending almost no money simply because Trump endorsed him, um, is going to win. He's going to beat Shapiro. Uh, there's a DA in Philadelphia that uh, has refused to intervene when, guess, when the DA in Philadelphia has been letting people off without even indicting them or trying them. And uh, the Republicans going to win there. What's happening is the Democrats are talking, trash-talking them, and that's expected. But the worst thing is McConnell is, too. Yes. Because Mitch McConnell would rather be the minority leader of the Senate Mm -hmm. than have some other Republican be the majority leader of the Senate. That's right. And he wants to protect the perks that he has as minority leader, even though it means he's not going to get the majority. So all of these primaries throughout the country of the Trump candidate against the rhino candidate was really the Trump candidate against the McConnell candidate. And the money for the rhino came from the McConnell operation. Mm -hmm. And they and Trump beat them all. And uh, McConnell knows that if these folks that won the primaries win the general, he'll be out. They're not going to vote, not going to elect him leader of anything. Yep. And therefore, he's trash-talking his own party, which is insane and horrible and reprehensible, especially with the stakes as high as they are now. Absolutely. Hey, Dick, let me ask you to uh, tell everybody where they can get a copy of this uh, this latest book, because it is a great read. It's a great, great read. I haven't been banned yet. Uh, <laughs> so you can get them on Amazon. <laughs> so you can get it on Amazon or Barnes & Nobles or... You know those antique holes in the wall we all used to visit called bookstores? There are a few of them, and some of them are known by certified leftist crazies, and you could get them there. <laughs> I love it. Well, we will, uh, we'll make sure we push that out all over the place. And a couple of things. Good. Number one, I'd love to get you back anytime you've got time. And number two, Good. I need you to sign my copy of the book. we got to figure out a way to get you to Good. do that, all right? Good. Just can you be in touch with Sandy, my publicist and chill arranger? 
Perfect. All right, uh, Dick Morris, I appreciate you being here. Uh, good guy, great insight there. Now, the uh, the latest book is called The Return, Trump's Big 2024 Comeback. Uh, really great insight. Now, remember, Dick Morris was famous for years because he was a political advisor to Bill Clinton. He kind of came to his senses and said, listen, uh, the leftist stuff in this country is killing us. And uh, he's a he's a. I think, a pretty straight shooter on these issues. And we'll get him back in the, the next couple of weeks to uh, sort of walk us through the rest of the things that are going on as we head up to the midterms. Uh, let me know if you like them as well, if you enjoyed that conversation. You can always shoot me a note if you want, jeff at vjeffcatshow.com. And remember, social media, please. I, I'm sometimes remiss on this, and I do apologize. But uh, the Jeff Cat Show over on Getter, the Jeff Cat Show over on Getter, and then the Jeff Cat Show on uh Facebook. I've got it all there, and uh, we always put the links up so that you can get whatever you need. 346, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.